0: Bend the Knee, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. I am Sir Matt, the Bud Knight. And I am Sir Ezra the Watchful. Welcome to our Song of Ice and Fire book club. Welcome
1: to Season 8, Episode 6, the series finale of Game of
0: Thrones. Yeah, it's it's winter's over.
1: I, yeah, I guess so.
0: And now I, our watch has ended.
1: <laughs> or has it begun? I, I don't know. I'm we're really to, confused. We're
0: about to discuss it. Um, I think Serezha and I are gonna have. We've been talking. We've been talking for about three minutes before we started recording. We wanted to. Uh, normally, we go through our little summary and prep just a, a little bit before we record these kind of reactions. But we yeah. just kind of thought, hey, this is the series finale. We're gonna just gonna Cereza and I are t- I think kind of opposite sides of this, and we're just gonna yeah. we're just gonna dive right <laughs> in. So um, okay. I don't even want to do a non-spoiler review because of where I think you and I are are different, have differing opinions on this. Okay. Okay. Um so should we should, I mean let's do another let's do another brief summary How of, brief can you make it? I'm going to make I'm going to make it real I'm going to make I'm going to make it <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make it really 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 brief. Okay. And then we can kind of go back in, dive a little bit, dive a little bit further. Okay, and and then talk about our reactions to it. So this is all spoilers if you haven't if you haven't seen it. So there's your there's spoiler, your spoiler spoiler spoiler. It's all spoilers. So episode starts. Tyrion is kind of walking through the wreckage. King's Landing is all kinds of destroyed. Looks like ash, or looks like snow, but it's really ash. We see we get that cool shot of that guy walking towards us, and he's all burned. And you see little kids, and it's it's obviously all kinds of bad. John is telling Tyrion, "Don't go uh, talk to Daenerys. It's it's not safe." We see him walking past that bell, which was cracked, which I thought was a cool little yep. homage to the to the last episode. Grey Worm has Lannisters, Lannister men prisoners, and he and John almost get into it because he says the war is over. We don't need to fight anyone, and we get a lot of this Grey Worm John back and forth in this episode and I thought <sighs> maybe I thought it was possible they were gonna fight. They don't. We'll, they don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um Gray ends up killing the prisoners. We get a really cool shot of Tyrion. He goes down to the tunnel, finds Jamie. Um Another scene, and we're gonna we'll talk about this more here in a bit. But the acting this season, regardless of what you think about the story, I think the acting this season, the score, the presentation have all been great. Um, I think there's definitely some flaws in the story, which Sir Ezra and I will talk about. You know, (laughs) we've we've been saying that as I've been saying, I want to wait until it's all over so we can kind of before we really throw criticism out there or what do we like, what didn't we? We needed to see the whole picture. And so now yeah. that I now that I've seen the whole picture, I have a, a much clearer vision of the entire season. So I can kind of start making those judgments and, and what I liked, what I didn't. But I'll still say the acting has been top notch this season. Uh, and I, I just thought Tyrion's acting in that scene was was amazing where he, he's ham- hammering the bricks down. Um, we see Ari in the streets. The Dothraki are riding around. I still don't know how there's any Dothraki left. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. John's walking up the steps. Grey Worm is looking at him. I have in my notes. Grey Worm is looking at John like you know, I'm just, I'm just not not like Grey Worm anymore. Mm-hmm. We get that we yep. get that really cool shot of Danny as she's coming out before she gives her speech, and Drogon lands behind her and uh Drogon's wings are out, and so it looks like Danny is a dragon. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Danny is giving her her speech, and she's talking about how they're gonna liberate everyone, and she says from Winterfell to Dorne. and then John gives a look. Um then we get that Awesome conversation between Danny and Tyrion. Which yeah. I thought was cool, where he throws his pin and he talks about how I just have my notes. I just like all caps, bitch. You slaughtered a city. Like Tyrion just yep. threw <laughs> through right. his threw his pin down. Tyrion gets taken prisoner. The Tyrion, uh John and Arya have a conversation. And then Tyrion, we Tyrion and John have a conversation when Tyrion is talking to him. And both Arya and Tyrion are saying you know, Danny's crazy man, and um, mm-hmm. so we get that conversation with John and T- er, John and Tyrion. I, I thought it was really cool. I really like the line of what John said: "When we're born, our house words aren't stamped onto our back because mine would be fire and blood as well." So again, right. I, I right. just like that he he gave that acknowledgement to being a Targaryen. Yeah, Tyrion asked John, "Would you do it?" I believed in her. We cheered her everywhere she went, even though she was murdering people, which I thought was cool. And I think that was, I think that's, of all the lines, the season, I thought that was probably one of the best because that's something we've talked about a lot. We've talked about yeah, how, that, that how, happens. how we viewed Cersei, <laughs> how we view specific characters, even though some, some of them are committing similar acts. And so I just thought, I thought that was, that's one of the, actually, I would, I think it's one of the coolest lines uh, of the series to to be honest and she and danny thinks she's right the right. love is more powerful than reason love is the death of duty and then Tyrion telling john you are the shield no matter what the cost uh <laughs> i love that and your sisters do you see them bending yep. the knee so john starts walking towards the red keep we see Drogon sleeping in the ash, and Drogon doesn't and he lets Jon walk by because Drogon knows who's boss. Let's let's, well, not, get, knows, let, yeah. let's not get ahead of ourselves. Danny staring do. at the at the Iron Throne, and it looks obviously like that vision she had. She goes up, she touches him. It, uh, here comes Jon, and there he comes. Jon and Danny have their conversation, which I thought was I thought was actually I thought it was pretty cool because Danny suddenly started to seem rational again for a second, and you can tell yeah. it's just eating Jon alive.
1: Can I say something real quick here?
0: No, but go. So, ahead. I'm just joking. Okay,
1: real quick. Real quick. Uh, Danny doesn't sit the throne. She doesn't. Never sits it. So, it just blew my mind. Blew my yeah. mind. Doesn't sit it.
0: Yeah. She I think uh, she was about to and then she sees John. Well, she never uh, sat down on it. She, she. doesn't. And I I th- I, wrote, I read through my notes. I read in my notes a bunch of really funny things. I'm just like said where she's John is essentially almost John is kind of crying. And Danny is talking about this perfect world they're going to build. Um, and I, just wrote my notes, I just wrote my notes like succubus. I was like, do it, John. Do it for all the men uh, who need to get away from all these crazy women. Uh, uh, and I, I, I can tell you right now that is going to be Internet meme galore of of Danny coming across as crazy and, and John. And he doesn't.
1: It. It, it's going to get shredded. Yeah, it's yeah, he, uh, that's going to be.
0: Yeah, he stabs her. So I say, in my notes, I just say, Jon Snow, the hero we need, Nisa I, Nisa, Nisa, that that idea of mm-hmm. Lightbringer, and he has to yeah. plunge it into the heart of someone he loves, all right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. To bring light into the world. And I think it, it, we yeah, all in thought- In the darkness. Right, we, yeah. all thought it, we all thought it was the Night King, but perhaps it was- it was this was the winter. This was the darkness that was coming. And of course, yeah, it seems like the show writers have just tossed that out the window. But um,
1: but it does. Yeah, we'll talk about it. If it, it, it right.
0: We'll talk, obviously. And we're going to do we're going to do future episodes about. How this stuff may tie into the books and 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 things like that. Uh, So John kills Daenerys. And I thought it was a really cool scene, actually. I thought it was it was very impactful. And then Daenerys Targaryen gone
1: she's gone
0: she's gone yep. um drogon comes in it looks like he's gonna attack john he doesn't he just shoots fire everywhere melts the iron throne so the everyone who said there is no throne kind of ends up being that way we'll get to we'll get to all of that mm-hmm. yep. and he flies off with daenerys's body right so, I, I wrote my notes, maybe, I guess Drogon kind of forgot she was dead. Uh, well, here's the thing,
1: I mean, he, he knows where to take her, back yeah. to the Red Priest, you know? Possibly. So, she so, so can be raised again, I don't, you know, that's, it's not over, folks. Right. So.
0: Then we see Tyrion walking towards a, walking into the Dragon Pit, They a council, I said, Tyrion's trial, I said, who? how do they decide who should be in charge? I thought that was actually really cool, they... Just all of the lords and and ladies of the high big houses in Westeros, and they were at odds, which I thought was, I thought was cool. Sansa, mm-hmm. tell, uh, Sansa telling Grey Worm, "I said, who's in charge?" Yeah, that was epic. Mm-hmm. I loved that. And yep. then uh, and then Arya telling Yara, "I'll cut your fucking throat." Yeah, was
1: that was huge. That was that cool. was huge. That was-,
0: that was all of the Arya fans. I'm sure were just losing it. Oh yeah. <laughs> so then they kind of decide, hey, we should choose a choose a king because since there's since there's nobody left and then when Edmure Tully stands up I was like get out of here where have you been out of nowhere
1: (laughs) uh, yeah I was hoping though that he would like they made him a fool which I kind of get but which was great I was was, at first go ahead well I was just hoping he would like you know for once that house Tully could be somewhat I don't know like he could recommend sansa or something or throw you know that he'd have some sense
0: but no nah. well i I, right. I lost it when our or when sansa told him to sit down i was like thank yeah. god i was i was just sitting there i was like how who decided to give this and then i saw what they were the route they were going but i, I was just yeah. like why in the world is he talking and also was Rob, robin aaron yeah that kid grew up in the past two years he looks like yeah he did looks like four f- feet taller so I know
1: <laughs> why, man. It's it's uh, yeah. milk. All yeah, right,
0: that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, on the makes, milk. Yeah, um, Brain the Broken is who they decide to be king. I I thought the 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 boy who fell from the window and lived. I just wrote the boy who lived. LOL. In, right. In, yeah. In, in my notes, why do you think I came all this way? I will say this: some of these scenes, they they just had this air of awkwardness to them.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and like and half of that scene, it just felt awkward. Like I don't want to say it's not like the actors checked out, but maybe it's I, I it. Maybe they did. Just felt, no, just, I, felt just felt really it's just peculiar. weird. Yeah. Just felt yep. felt really peculiar. Like perhaps their characters have been their characters have been portrayed in such a way. Now they're delivering these these lines. That seems so different from their characters, which I think is an issue that a lot of people have been having. That it's it's hard when you've spent eight years right. developing a character and now they're put in this entirely different situation. And we'll talk mm-hmm, a lot okay. more about Bran being king. But mm-hmm. I did like Sansa says the north will be its its own kingdom. And then Tyrion says Lord of the Six Kingdoms. I thought that was great. And then he forces Tyrion to be his his hand, and then Grey Worm again says he doesn't get to choose. And Bran says, I, "I'm the king, so back off." I'm the, right, yeah, yeah. So they have but to yeah. come. They have to come to a compromise. And John gets sent back to the Night's Watch. Yeah. To fight. Yeah, he does to fight. Who is is kind of my question. I think that's who do what, you think? That's what a lot of people on Twitter are saying right now. The Night Queen. I'm, I'm scrolling. Queen. Through. Okay. Yeah, I guess they the forgot King. that the wall has a huge hole in it or they killed the Night King. Um Gray Worm well, you- is sailing to the Isle of, of, of Noth. Um Arya is decided she wants to go west of Westeros. Bran still a weirdo. He does have that cool line, you were exactly where you're supposed to be. Then we started getting some really cool epilogue scenes. Brianne writing Jamie's story in the white book I thought was great. yeah that was pretty neat. yeah I thought it was that was great good. so so Jamie does still get some redemption at, yep at, at the at the end which I thought was a really I thought it was great I thought it was a good way to kind of still tie up his story because at the end of the day and we'll talk about stories it's it's who writes it and that's a huge part of the book's and all of the history books is is who's telling who's telling the, the story. So sure, Brienne is yeah. telling Jamie's story. Then we see the king's council, Brand's uh, council, and Sam walks in and he has the book, this A Song of Ice and Fire, which I thought was a, a really cool nod to the books. So I thought that was kind of neat. Right, right. Then they have the the king's the 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 king's council scene. They talk about I'll find Drogon. We saw him, and then Bran just kind of leaves. And then they talk about we're going to need this, or we're going to need that. And uh, Bron saying we should rebuild the brothels, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> pretty yeah. funny. Give Bron kind of a last funny scene. Sure. Then we get a shot of John. Uh, then we start getting shots of, of John, Sansa, and Arya. Arya's getting ready to sail away. Right. Sansa's essentially being proclaimed queen in the north. And we get John at the wall, and he pets Ghost. About time. About time. It's about time. It's about time. Okay? Because that was that was a huge criticism from everybody of episode <laughs> four. So I just wrote in the notes. Ep- best episode ever, don't care. That's a joke. Uh, but just at that moment. <laughs> right. So yeah, right, Sansa gets right. like thrown. John rides north. We see seeds of grass beyond the wall. Looks like John's just heading to the true north, possibly King of the Wildlings. King beyond King beyond the wall. He has a smile on his face. And I mean I always thought this show would never ever put itself in a position to have a sequel or a follow up, but yeah, right. I never ever thought that would be the case. I mean, I'm sure, maybe that's how Ger has written it out, but, um,
1: but yeah, I mean, it does. You it you it you is never, kind of open ended. I mean,
0: if 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 they want to write a John Torman Ghost in the North sequel, I'm I'm down. I'd, Game watch beyond that. The wall. I'd watch I'd watch yeah. that. I mean so that is basically how Game of Thrones ended. Sir Ezra, what do you think?
1: Well, here's the thing. Uh, first of all, um I love George Martin. Love him. He's great. It's 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 going to be amazing. A Song of Ice and Fire is going to be amazing. Uh I have some questions. <clears throat> okay? First of all, I I don't know how I feel. I'm I honestly have no idea. I am just <laughs> I felt my one word was a little underwhelmed. And it was the complete opposite of what Sir Matt felt. <laughs> so there were moments that I liked. Uh, but I, like, like, like at the very end, yeah, it was kind of cool to see him go beyond the wall. Become maybe the you know king beyond the wall. Arya's sailing away. Sansa gets her bit. That's cool. It ends up being okay. But I think you're right. It is some of just this execution piece that's that I'm struggling with. My major questions for people, and this is what I want to drive home here: People are going to say we have the books left over. Books are left over. Don't worry, guys. It's going to we're, we're, like it won't be this way in the books. My questions are this: Does Arya really kill the Night King in the books? Answer me, yes or no. Does John really kill Danny in the books? Does Bran really sit the Iron Throne in the books? Those are pretty big things that I'm wondering: Did the show writers decide that, or did George? R.R. R. Martin decide that that's I think what has people stumped and that's that to me is sort of like I I don't know I I, I as you say we were talking to the beforehand or what have you that there's maybe an outline and it's just they had to navigate how we how we get to that spot it it didn't feel as epic as it should to me but it's an episode of of its, it's resolution we had this huge climax there and and uh, at, at the last episode and then John kills Danny and that's that's that I'm uh,
0: Yeah, I'm looking I at I'm looking at Twitter right now and Twitter is a lot it. it seems there there's a lot they're act, reacting a lot better than they were last week or certainly the week before. I mean, there's still definitely a lot of people disappointed. Right. Um but it doesn't it doesn't look nearly nearly as bad. So, I mean... It's not
1: bad. It's, 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 it's honestly
0: not bad. I wouldn't... It? I would not... Bittersweet is not the word I would use to describe the ending. Yeah. I think I would just... Okay. Is... My... I feel
1: bad for John. I just feel bad for John. I don't get it. You know, he, he is... The son of Rhaegar, Targaryen, the last Targaryen now that we know of, and... You know, he's he's lived his whole life as a bastard. He goes, does all these epic things. He's, he's Lord Commander comes back. I, I don't know, man. It's it's, a, it's sort of a sad story for him. It's like he did all these. He tried to do right. He did. He tried to be a good person, a good guy. Now, and now you, you kind of see that grin on his face, like screw it, I'm I'm gonna get out of this uh, system and I'm gonna go beyond the wall and do whatever I want. I'm not gonna bend the knee anymore. So that's kind of neat, but it's also just, I don't know, it's tough. It's tough for me. And also, I just, I didn't, you know, brand. It's like, what? So he's looking for Drogon. As you said, this is totally set up for like more or like a sequel. Why do you need Drogon? What?
0: Yeah. I. Why are we looking for him? Yeah. You know? I I don't know. And here's the thing is I never, H, HBO, HBO, has the right to make more Game of Thrones if, if they so choose. They, that's the contract they have with, with Gur. They essentially own it's, I mean, Gur it's Gur's baby, but it's kind of like how back in the day, Fox kind of bought certain rights to Marvel. So they could, and how Sony kind of like owns Spider-Man so they can make Spider-Man movies they want. There's not, you know, um, yeah, so it's kind of like HBO kind of has has those rights, and that's why they're planning more more sequels and, and, and spinoffs and things like that. So I never, ever thought that we would ever get a Deadwood finale. Deadwood was one of HBO's big, big shows back um, probably about 10 years ago uh, was when it was when it was on, maybe, maybe longer than that. You know they started with The Sopranos, they had The Wire, and now Game of Thrones is obviously their their big show, and I think they're hoping Westworld will kind of become that next one. But right now it's Game of Thrones. I never ever thought that Deadwood would get a finale. It took them about ten years, and they decided let's let's make a movie, let's finish this. So I would not put it out of the possibility that we may get a Game of Thrones event that takes place after this.
1: Wow, I mean uh, wow what it's all the resolution hint like it, it it hints at it, and I get that you want the story to go on and things, but um other epic fantasy I think of the wheel of time and, and the way it the way it ends it's like it's over the character's just right away, and there is no the, it, it doesn't hint at other you know that the story goes on right, but you're not tr- you're not chasing down a dragon it did not uh, it,
0: it it this didn't feel. It didn't feel final is is what the way I was <laughs> right, just, yeah. just watching. It, it just it didn't feel final to me. I mean, if it is, and I'm, I'm sure it more than likely is. A lot of characters got these these happy kind of endings,
1: which is I actually like that. I can imagine how the wheel keeps turning or, or how mm-hmm. things move forward or how the game is played. There's no more Iron Throne. What type of throne is it? I kind of wonder. Oh, well, where where is Brand sitting?
0: It's a wooden, it's a wooden wheelchair. It's, it's
1: wooden and it has and it has wheels. Yeah, right. I mean that's. So uh, oh, okay, um, that's where we're at. I just is it.
0: You sound a little disappointed, Sir Ezra. Dude,
1: do I really? I I I just don't know, man. I, it is not what I thought was going to happen. I, wh- okay, one of the things I said before we started recording is that like, are you telling me we only got one Hodor esque moment? We didn't have that. We, we didn't have any of those moments in this. And I, I that's hard to top. It's just, it's crazy that we had a moment like that where you, we walked outside, looked around, the world was different. We didn't, I, I didn't know what to think or what to do because Hodor had been Hodor and Hodor was Hodor because of, Bran- I mean, and he was there to hold the door and he saved, I mean, you know, it's like Hodor saves the whole seven kingdoms. Okay? Without him, I don't know, man. It, it just it's 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 bonkers to me. I don't quite understand why we don't have another one of those moments or what is it that Bran's supposed to do with his powers? Is he just using this to set
0: the thing set the world right again? Um is right. is that the case? So so now that I've seen it, now that now that I've seen it in its entirety, the way because obviously you and I are, were or this is at the forefront this is really more of a a, has has been a book podcast obviously we talk the show we talk all of it um sure yeah and it still comes down to without the rest of the books we don't know how this is ending but let's let's just say for for sake of argument that this is i don't i don't i don't have an issue with say bran becoming the king i don't have an issue with with Sansa getting the North, and Arya going off, and Jon even having to go back into the wild. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems to me the biggest the biggest issue was. Gur gave them the outline. I mean, I'm, we're just speculating here. Gur gave Ger gave them the outline and said, "All right, yeah, this is this is what I have. These are the points you need to get to. However, you want to do it is up to you." Yeah. And I don't know why we people keep saying we're we're D and D purists here, um, but well, uh, yeah, I don't plan on if if they're in in charge of something, unless somebody else wrote it. I'm kind of out. Well, hold on.
1: <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, on. So as much as I am kind of like underwhelmed, as I said by this episode, here's the thing: I I've actually defended them th- this this season because this is not their creation you know like as you say they're put inside of a box that says we have to get these characters to this point these are the, that's why i keep asking if 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 they're told arya has to kill the night king and they're told this at what time at what point and they have to get that make that execute that and make that happen that's harder than you just writing i think than writing your own story and uh i don't know man i feel like if they were just writing their own thing and and could do it from start to finish I don't know what that looks like, that, that, that that may be epic, but right now it's, we, we have an unfinished product that they know tidbits about. (laughs) It's, it is bonkers. It is bonkers to think that they had to put this together on their, I don't know. I, I, so a a part of me admires them and I, and there are things that I I read a Raven the other day. Someone was like, you know, the problem with, uh. Game of Thrones right now is that you guys keep reading all these awesome ravens about the way it should end or the way that, you know, all these different alternate endings. And so we get, you know, things built up in our mind that, like, oh, it could go 15 different ways. And really, it could only go one way because George told him this is how it's going to go. So those folks who are talking about the books are not going to go this way, I think the books are going to go this way. And they, they won't be executed exactly this way. But the major points, that's why I asked the question, does Arya really kill the Night King in the books? And there is no Night King per se. Uh, but is she you know, the the big the the secret weapon or, or does she do right. something uh there? Does does John really kill Danny well, in the I, books?
0: I think he will. I I, I think he will too. And I, I can, think people I are, can... are like See, and again, well, what would his reasoning be?
1: What would his reasoning be well, the well, same, what, well, this, from the show?
0: The same reasoning he has in the show. She's she's gone off the she's gone off the wall.
1: That's what I'm saying, though, because people are, so, are, are they're putting well, all that blame and criticism at D and at D D because they don't like the major events. You and I are kind of you're saying the execution is not there, but some people don't like that. Danny is the Mad Queen.
0: Right. Right. right, right. Yeah. And, yeah. and they well, saying, that's, well,
1: well, that's that's D and D. No, I'm saying that's George. That's George R.R. R. Martin. He decided those things. Now the the books do grow in the telling, and like his writing style evolves. I don't know. I, and here's the other thing too. I keep saying that uh, the, the reason I'm asking those questions is is because I don't know if George actually gave them those things. I don't. Maybe they did create that. Maybe they did say. Um, Brand's going to sit the Iron Throne. Maybe they have no idea.
0: Right. Well, there's interviews. You know? where, there's Maybe they intervie- don't know. There's interviews where they said we felt like Arya should be the one to do it, and then there's interviews where George has said there's all kinds of conflicting interviews because there's there there's an there's interviews that we've referenced before where George has said no, I told him how it's going to go. Yeah. And interviews where he said I've given them creative freedom. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's just I tough don't, to I, story. Again, story-wise, I don't have an issue with with the season in in terms of in terms of thinking out the the plot points and and what happens. Mm-hmm. I think there's there's plenty of speculation as Tyrion pointed out uh to show that Danny could go crazy and burn King's Landing. There's plenty of right. there's plenty of backstory. There's plenty of backstory to support Arya being the one to kill the night king because
1: it's
0: mm-hmm. entirely possible that the azor high business which they talked about in well, the, in the show like the prince's promise the one who's going to end the and the darkness well as we just saw yeah it does
1: come it, could, it does plan
0: to f- the darkness may not be the night king the darkness may be danny and she's the yeah. one who brings it and john is the one who has to end it so still fulfilling that and see, that prophecy the Valonqar prophecy which is a much bigger deal in the books never really even mentioned in the show could be you could still make that argument for Tyrion uh, because he sends them down there and so it doesn't mean that the prophecy is going to go exactly the way that it is in the books and they talk about prophecies I think as we get so caught up in them as, as we've said before because we don't have the rest of the content so we're trying to see where all it goes and we're we're blowing these prophecies up to be the biggest, most important parts of the story, but they may not be. But regardless of that, I still think the way the points that they've gotten to with, with it being, it being six kingdoms, even brand being the one to sit the throne or be the leader of this new democratic story. And John having to go back, say into the wild, perhaps not really the night's watch. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay with as long as we get enough reasoning behind it. The issue with the show, I still think isn't necessarily this season being six episodes, but the slow pace of season seven to where maybe they just said, oh, we have two years to plan. It'll be fine. And then once they start filming and recording eh, we kind of, kind of speed this up because this season felt last season felt like a walk in the park i mean there's big moments but it's kind of slow and this season's a sprint
1: yeah yeah i i guess i i it, it just like well the, i don't know i honestly don't know man i'm yeah, i'm a little bit
0: we ju- we, we literally just watched the episode we we hit record about Two minutes after the episode ended and it's just kind of, yeah. it's just kind of where, we're at. you know, it's funny. Every, every episode, I think I've had a different emotion. Season, episode one, we were, whew, okay, man. We were really nervous because right, right, nobody, nobody really died and it's, it's building and it was kind of a feel good episode. Episode two, we were even more nervous because it just, the foreshadowing just looked, things are about to get really bad. Episode three, right. I think we were just in. In shock, in a way of wow, oh yeah, we just stressed, stress yeah. We just watched that. It, we knew, we knew it was coming. Episode four, I, think I was kind of disappointed, just kind of a lackluster episode. Mm-hmm. Episode five, you know, we were just kind of in shock of what we just, what we just witnessed. Just that did it, not go how I thought it would, and then this is kind of a, we've been thinking about the end for years, so long, for, for so, so long, and. I think also the the 2 years off is something that yeah yeah that hurts the show. Um you have to think we're okay. now we're now in this age where a lot of content is given to you immediately. Uh, if you look at Netflix when Stranger Things comes out, we can watch the entire series at once. When the new season comes out, you get the you get access to the entire series. Um and so it's a lot of these bigger moments are are fresher in our mind, but we've had even the, the the book fans have had years and years to speculate about what's going to happen next. Now you're in a situation where a television show is off for two years while you're waiting, and so the buildup has been that much bigger.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, yeah, couple cu- couple more questions are, are kind of coming to me here though as as I think about this. Why did Rolore bring John back? Is, is it just to kill? Danny, is that, that, that's, so that's, as you say, it's very subtle, but when you think about, it does, it's not this overarching, huge, like, battle with Azora, you know, a sword, and he's gonna, it's just that, it's the battle within, is that is that what you're, you're, you're kind of seeing here, I mean, it's, it's the battle inside of John and the choices that we make, and there was a theme that, like, you know, Grey Worm is saying it's, he's making the choices that he. Shouldn't be making and Tyrion is telling John, "You, you got to make the choice." And it's a, it's a story about choices, right? I mean,
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's so. That, so that that part is cool. It, but it, it just but it takes just, a little
1: bit to get out.
0: So that's not just for John. That's that's the for for everybody. I mean, every every character is all about the choices that they that they make. Yeah, I just mean like the internal conflict.
1: I'm talking about like when we think of Azora High, we think of Flaming swords, Stannis Baratheon, or whoever out there facing down this dark monster, and it is kind of neat and interesting that the dark monster is this beautiful Targaryen queen,
0: who, and we've, who we've been rooting for since the beginning,
1: exactly who, who who we love. So that part I like. It's just I wish it was it was a little hard to see, and I, I, this is why as we're talking about, it, hopefully maybe everybody else saw it playing as day, and it just it's taken me. Thirty-three minutes now to really kind of start to let it sink in. I noticed it in the, right there in the moment. Then it kind of I got away from it. But
0: it, well, again, you know, again, and, it, it it comes into the. A lot of people think Danny had a one eighty turn, right then and mm-hmm. there. I don't think so. I think if I think if you think Danny has had had a one eighty turn when she heard the bells and just decided to torch King's Landing, I it's like as much like Tyrion said, we cheered her when she killed all the slave masters. Brut- I mean, brutally, mm-hmm. brutally killed all all the slave masters. Um, yeah. That's that's been her her character over the past many seasons is much like many other characters is people advising them. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. And she decides to do it. And yeah, it comes again. Well, comes again, mm-hmm. it comes down to pers- kind of perspective because. Even even in in film, in, in the books, they're all POV chapters, But Mm -hmm. in but in film, just the way you shoot an angle or something, you can still make somebody the 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 sort of primary, the primary character. Mm -hmm. And so. Really, that scene is is much more through the eyes of John than it is Danny, because we get the we get the information beforehand of we get the information beforehand of of John. And actually, a lot of Danny the season has we haven't really gotten, other than her conversation with with Sansa about "I'm here fighting his war." I love John. A lot of Danny has been kind of this far away. She's becoming a tyrant character, and we haven't gotten her perspective of it.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah. One thing too, you know, George in, in when, when you're reading the books he often challenges the reader to to question you got the unreliable narrator and different things and so when you think about the the line that, that you pointed out is that we cheered her all along the way he does in the books kind of when when she makes questionable decisions and no one else questions her it's your job as the reader to go wait a second is is that right I mean that's how we that's how the other characters reacted and so there's that indirect characterization that's kind of building uh that we're you know building uh danny but we're supposed to be smarter than that or we're supposed to see through some some of that in a way i guess Or, or maybe one character sees it but 15 other characters don't see it and so then by the end it just continues to grow and grow and grow so yeah i've never been one who there there have been moments where uh it does seem like she's she's questioning you know the the targaryen blood and and uh wanting to know more about her father from Barristan Selby, the mad King and, and things like that. So it it's, there's elements of it in the books. Um, and I can see it going that way as well. It's just, we're going to have more time. There's gonna be, there's gonna be more details in the books to help us understand why she turns. I think, and it may be, it's just the nature of the TV show and it being, um, limited, I guess right. in time.
0: Um, Right. Okay. So let's talk about some of these characters' ends because I think for this, at the end of the day, the the show, the plot has all been pretty straightforward. Somebody's going to sit the Iron Throne, or it's all about power and who's in it currently and who's not. So the real focal point of the show and the thing that has made it so great is all of the interesting, dynamic characters that everyone has loved to root for from the get-go and everyone has their favorite houses and, and and characters that everyone roots for. Sir Ezra, some of some of these characters, I think we should talk about perhaps their arcs and how they how they finished here. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites in in this episode, honestly, in a in a in a weird way was was Jamie Lannister. Mm. I yeah. I really really liked that we got Brienne writing his name in the book, even though you could tell it was really hard for her. I think one, because he was dead two because he, he did decide to go back to Cersei. But at the end of the day, when she was, when she was writing his story. I think she, she felt like it was maybe her oath and, yeah. and possibly her, her duty to, um, as an honorable kind of knight. And Jamie was a huge part of her, her life. And I, so everybody was really criticizing Jamie's end. Last last week, because he did decide to go back to Cersei, and then he just dies under under rubble. But right. he died protecting his queen.
1: He did. He did. I I enjoyed that line, and it was also touching. It was so hard when Tyrion sees his siblings mm. there. Man, that's tough. And House Lannister is forever changed. So, wow. And and then when you know, when I thought he was going to die or so, you know something, I'm like, well, I mean. House Lannister's over, so 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 that was neat to kind of see, and and then you know you had a Pod, uh, Podrick yeah. shows up <laughs> as a member of the Kingsguard, so that right. was cool. Uh, Sir Pod, to right. Podrick,
0: um, Sansa, she doesn't get the Iron Throne, but she does get uh, her own throne. Essentially, she gets yeah. she uh, you mark you can mark her down as a win, which is yeah, absolutely. I thought was good because that's that's been her character. I always. I always kind of thought Sansa would would sit the Iron Throne at the end. Now there there isn't really an Iron Throne, but I always thought that that should be her char- her character is learning from her mistakes, playing the game the way the way it should be played, all the way all the way until the end.
1: Yeah. It, well, and I thought it was a it's a good point. It's just it was a little bit not awkward, you know, the way all this kind of came about. But uh, she makes a good point that the that the North deserves to be independent Mm -hmm. um well because the realm owes them a debt so
0: not only does the realm own them a debt but that's clearly been a big issue because the north and the south are just so drastically different that it just it just to me it makes far more logical sense to have it as its own independent kingdom because they're they don't even have knights in the north uh their their culture Mm -hmm. is so drastically different from that of the rest of the now six kingdoms that I yeah, mean, you would just you would just be setting yourself up for future wars.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I just think yeah, she, it was she's defending House Stark, and it it makes sense. Um, something we had seen in the history, so it's cool to see them go back to um being the kings and queens of Winter up there. So, so yeah, that was neat. Um, Arya's end was I was thinking there at the end she was gonna you know roll over to see um Gendry I was like man maybe happen no (laughs) nope not happening maybe maybe after years of travel who knows I don't know she's she's gonna go west of Westeros yeah she just decides
0: I just I just want to get out it was it's predictable in a way because that's that's been her character she doesn't want to be a a lady it was also kind of (laughs) just I I don't want to use the word lazy um but to me, it just felt like the showrunner was like, "Yeah, let's just have her go sail west or something." It, it,
1: I didn't, I don't know what else she I, would do because if right. she, she doesn't want to be a, a lady, she's not gonna stay in Winterfell, and she's not gonna go with Gendry. It's it's it's. I don't know what she's gonna do after she I kills
0: mean, the Night King. It's what's really left for her to do.
1: Yeah, not, wander, I wander guess. and learn. Uh, be a I don't know a hired gun. I guess mm-hmm. really what she's got to do is look out for Danny. To to be, re, you know, I guess resurrected. So um, I think a good place would be a shy, You know, head over yeah. there and a lot of the characters.
0: A lot of the characters we thought would make it throughout the series did. We we said we didn't think Sam would die. We didn't think Davos would die. I right. am still in utter disbelief that Tormund is still alive. I man, I had him. I, I had, know I had him pinned down as as character number one to die this season. Right. Didn't happen, but that's fine with me because I love Tormund and he's. Yeah, it's great. That's he's great. still alive. Brienne made it. We didn't. You and I both said we we didn't. Well, we thought we. You and I both thought she would die at the Battle of Winterfell. Yeah, yeah. And she did
1: um, Well, no, no. I, I'm the one who said that she. I was talking about the idea that she would carry on. And, oh, right. And, and finish finish Jamie's story.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and, and become. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I. I was definitely yeah. saying. I was definitely saying. I thought she was dead. You definitely were. Well, I was dead. I know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. And actually, there's still potential now for Torment and Brienne. Could happen. You never know, man. You never That's the know, sequel not... I want. I want
0: Tormund, Brienne, Jon Snow, yeah. and Ghost roaming around the North, right? Trying to trying to do something. Uh, let's talk about Bran as king. Okay. Disappointing. Yeah. Okay. Are you satisfied?
1: Um. Let me see. Like, is it just did he go up there and learn from the from the three eyed Raven, all these different things, and and he. Was he behind the scenes finagling some ending for himself just to sit the Iron Throne or to sit the throne?
0: You know, you know, we, like we, uh, somebody We're our email box is obviously being flooded right now with with people. Yeah. And and somebody literally just sent us a, uh, a raven about that. I mean, like as as we are recording. Really? Yeah. It's Lady Lady Esther here. Um, I'm just going to briefly paraphrase. Uh, she just says uh, did brand manipulate the entire story is, is her question. And we'll, I'll, we'll read all on to. I don't want to just, she took, it's a really well-crafted Raven. So I don't want to, I don't want to waste it here. And we'll, we'll reference it again in, in, in another episode. But yeah, I mean, that's, well, we're that's thinking a, the same thing. That's a, that's a she question. Right. Yeah. Somebody's somebody's asking. So,
1: because I, I just don't know what is like, what's he going to do with those powers? What's he going to do with the history? Is it just, does he pass on what he's learned? Are there more children? Is he? You still have all these questions, which maybe I don't know. It's, it's left to our imagination to kind of think of what's what's going to happen. I, I just he can like,
0: father he, he can father no children. He's, yeah, he's now he's now the elected king. Right. Uh, seems like that's what they're going to go with an election. <laughs> I like okay. that they kind of they kind of laughed Sam off when he said we should let the people decide, and they all just kind of laughed about it. And it's right. So like, no, yeah, we're yeah. still we're still going to be the ones the ones deciding. Mm-hmm. So was the wheel really truly broken because that just seems not really is it seems right. It, it seems like the south is still just going to decide they're going to have whoever's whoever that well, you're still going to be pl- I mean when it when the, the next time comes to elect a king it's, it's, it could be
1: three on three.
0: It could be three on know. three, or it could be you're you're going to be a lot of political backstabbing and, and going on, and you're still just going to end up being in a position. And then they may just say, "Hey, let's have our, you know, brand can't have children, but whoever sits the throne next might be able to." And they might say, "Well, let's just have our his son become king because he's a really good guy," or and then his son, and so then you just fall right back in fall right back into it. So. I don't really know if the wheel was really even broken.
1: I just don't get that, you know, Brand could see it. Like, can he see the future? Can, or is it just the past? Or or what is it? How is it that he knows to come all the way to King's Landing? That's what I don't get. It is like, I don't know. It's, it's bonkers. He does he want the throne? Does he know that he just has to have it to kind of save mankind? Is this a burden he has to bear, which is what he kind of indicates and he and Terry he and Tyrion will, will bear that together uh, maybe but yeah it just it's something because they kept hinting at you know John doesn't want it John doesn't want the throne um, and then now he's going he he literally looked like it, it looked like he was Mance Raider going north of the wall to be king beyond the wall uh, so yeah
0: I don't know man a lot of um, I'm going back through looking at Twitter still a lot of a lot of mixed reactions did it feel bittersweet is that is that the word you would use to describe it which is the word they've been telling us for so long is how this how this would end
1: there were sweet moments I would say that I I enjoyed as you said the you know pod Brianne I'm glad Sansa got her crown I by, don't know how I feel about by the about way the the, the,
0: the the title of the episode is the Iron Throne okay um, I think, I
1: mean, I don't know, like, the bitterness is just kind of, I don't know, man. It's real. I, it's
0: I, really bitter to you. So, okay, so now I guess I'll talk, I'll talk about my, my kind of reaction to it. Because Ezra and I are both a little, I think is a lot more let down than I am. What would you give this episode on a scale of one to ten?
1: I don't know that it was a bad episode. I, I, I really seriously i'm dumbfounded i'm not it's it's not a bad episode it's not something that uh, like like the ending the ending like the epilogue bit of it uh air quote epilogue was fine if that's the if that's what happens then if that's how this goes then cool those neat little wrap ups for all the stark uh kiddos and 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 what have you and I don't even really know what I want or what right. I wanted you know so I don't even feel good in giving it a I mean, it wasn't anything lower than a five, and it wasn't anything higher than a seven. So, you know, I'm somewhere between five and a seven, you know, maybe six. So, I'm not not overly disappointed. I just, it's just, I'm underwhelmed a little bit. I thought it would be, I thought there'd be a Hodor moment. I thought there would be something like that, I guess, because that blew our minds. It blew our minds. And if you're going to have a mind blowing moment like that, I'm just like, why wouldn't it be at the end? Yeah. Why wouldn't there be something <laughs> right know?
0: here? Right here, one of uh, one of our, somebody in our Facebook group, uh, Lady Shannon Thomas said, in addition to multiple plot holes being left wider than the hole in the wall, brand new all of King's Landing would burn and did nothing. Mixed emotions. Wow. So I think that's where a lot of people are. That's that's where I'm at a little bit. Um, I would give this episode, however, I'm going to give it a seven because at the end of the day i left with a smile on my face it wasn't i was you know it wasn't this big huge you know mark hamill joker smile but it, it was it was a little bit i felt i felt i felt good i didn't i didn't i didn't I, there's definitely a lot of questions definitely a lot of plot holes there were a lot of scenes where i was just like this is a really good scene there were scenes where i was like it's kind of awkward and a lot of stuff didn't make sense i still don't get the john having to go to the night's watch i just i don't i don't i don't get it yeah they didn't they didn't they don't explain why we need a night's watch (laughs) what is what are they what are they protecting against right uh if you're just talking about well they want to keep the wildlings out still well there's as lady shannon just said an enormous hole in the wall which i think is why john just took them all north of the wall um, don't know why they had to go to Castle Black and use a gate when, again, there's an enormous giant hole in in the wall. Um, I did like the the flower or the grass that John is riding past as as yeah. he's doing that. Perhaps a dream of spring, which is the the title of the seventh book. We still don't have the sixth yet, but when we get that, I think the seventh book should come relatively shortly after. So. You know, as as a standalone episode of Game of Thrones, I'm kind of at about a 7. As the series finale of... As the season finale, you know, I I'll probably knock it back a little bit, probably like a 6. As the series finale is where I start to think I'm with you, maybe probably a little more of a 5.5. A 5. Um, mm-hmm. It's just because this series has been... And a lot of people have said this seasons one through four. It's like, man, this is this is really good. This is why this show is winning all of these awards. And then from season five on, once the content of the book starts to go out, it starts to kind of dip a little bit. I still think I'm I'm still with you. I'm. I liked it. I, I, I still liked a lot of aspects of this season. We'll wait to see what happens in the books. And if we get if we get some mm-hmm. of this, some more of this development of these choices that were told in the story is is potentially going to happen, mm-hmm. yeah. then I may like them more. I, that's to, to me, the 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 only issues I've I've had with really season seven and season eight is it's not necessarily the decisions that they went with it's just they haven't been they haven't been justified for the characters enough to to show why they would go that way
1: yeah let me give you uh, just a just quick example so in the books we're gonna have we have way more characters to play with and that may be what makes it better as you say you have these moments the the big decisions the big questions aria killing night king john killing danny Brand sits the Iron Throne, all that good stuff. That may all go the same way. But uh, you'll have different characters to kind of build it up, I guess, or we'll lose certain uh, characters along the way. Um, <clears throat> so in the books, you've got young Griff, who, if, we're, if he really is Rhaegar's son, then Danny would be his aunt. And so that kind of fits into the whole John, John Snow, you know, John being Danny being his aunt. So then is it is it is it Griff that uh falls in love with Danny or tries to and is it John who still kills Danny? You know what I mean? Is 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 John not, Right. I don't know. Th- th- those are all the kind of questions. Which characters as we said in the past did they merge together and what storylines did they have to cut and and things? And if those are left in there, they they can tell a whole different story and uh <sighs> can add all sorts of different layers and emotions
0: well there's still there's still so many things that need way further explanation even for the show even if you even if you strip i mean obviously the show doesn't have lady stoneheart or young griff or john connington or any of those characters or um and they've merged as you said merged a lot of characters together there's still so many things in the show which have been huge plot points that regardless of whether they just kind of fizzled out that they just didn't explain enough. The biggest example is Rhaegar Lyanna Stark. I mean, that is easily the most important theory, mm-hmm. and we still don't. I guess they just left it as, as they well, they just loved each other. In the books, there is no way that that arc can be. Well, they just loved each other. There is an infinite number of. <laughs> Of, of reasons why that need why that needs to be explained more than just they love each other and a lot of that has to do with stuff about Azor Ahai and once once Arya kills the Night King in the show you kind of lose that Azor Ahai business unless it is Jon killing Dany. Um. Yeah did Rhaegar know did he did he choose Lyanna right. for a specific reason because that's that is the event that sets up the entire series. It's it is the yeah. it is the one single yeah. event that sets up. I mean, the entire series because that's what starts Robert's rebellion and right. kicks the entire thing off.
1: Yeah, and and, and here's something: it, there is a I don't know the the right word. Poeticness. There's there's something poetic to the idea that a secret that we might want in the books. Uh, from from the very first book, A Game of Thrones, all the way through to the very end of the series, we we want to know who Jon's mother is. He doesn't know his, who his mother is. He 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 knows he believes his father is is Edard Stark, and we as the audience want to know that so bad, but the knowledge of it actually ends up being kind of this undoing thing or this thing that undoes Danny, another character that we love, and so it's it is bitter there's there's some of that bitterness is that we finally figured out that he deserves the throne and he's he's not he's not a bastard and it's 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 cool and and but ah that that drives a wedge now now it hurts to know that information so there's some there's there's that layer to it that I do like that is is cool once once you get there but it's just it takes a bit of digging and that's okay that is kind of what what George wants i mean he he likes it when you read it several times or when i imagine maybe when you're watching the the series finale here uh, or this last season after several times of of, of watching it we always do the as as you say sir Matt right afterwards so our thoughts are not completely fully developed and we're we're evolving uh, as as the the conversation is literally evolving and, and our thoughts are evolving as as we as we do this podcast uh, because when we go back and we do the reread which is starting back up by the way in two weeks uh, for those of you who are interested it's like I don't know. Th- there is that element we've wanted to know for so long, and if that ends up being the thing that uh, that that the undoing of Danny is figuring out that secret, that's pretty cool. That's that's an interesting thing to kind of have to deal with as a reader. You know, we've been begging for it. We've been begging for that answer, and now it's like, oh crap! Now that we know it, it's going to end up ruining everything. So yeah. So yeah.
0: Okay. Well, uh, we're going to talk a lot more theories, speculation when. We do another follow-up Friday episode. We have some collaborations coming uh, with some other Game of Thrones um, podcasters, YouTubers, as well as people from other uh, podcasts that have are big fans of the series that we've been trying to get on the show for a while. So continue to send, your, send us your ravens at btkcast at gmail.com. And we will continue to talk Game of Thrones Season 8 as well as return to our reread. For those of you, a lot of people have been messages saying, wow, it's I'm so disappointed this podcast is ending. And I think a lot, a lot of uh, people who have just come in during the season. So, Serer and I, uh, for those of you guys who don't know, because we haven't really talked about it in the past couple of weeks, is we are currently doing a reread of the series. We are in the first book. We're almost at the end, A Game of Thrones. We do a chapter by chapter every week. And then we still do our Raven's Nest, which is we talk your big theories We do speculation deep dives in the books as well as the show on Patreon. You can continue to check those out there. And I'm sure we'll be doing a series rewatch now that we can watch the the entire series in its entirety, uh, Mm -hmm. which I'm looking forward to do, too. I still need to I need some time to process this episode and and watch it all again and watch it. Now I can watch it as a as a full series and Maybe I'll I'll have a different opinion of it after after I've done that. And we're still waiting for Gerda to finish his two books. But for those of you who want to join us on the reread, we'll, we'll be back at it in a, in a week or two.
1: Yeah, it, it, it should be a lot of fun. I mean, you think about it now. We we've seen the end. <laughs> so we've seen the end and we can before Sir Matt and I, when we were doing the reread, we would incorporate tidbits from the show. We'd, we'd always kind of do a book-to-show comparison. we are like, well, it's slightly different here, and, and, and here's how uh, this may go down in the show. We used to speculate. Well, now we can kind of say, uh, we, we're back to speculating with the books. It, is it going to go this way? And we're starting to revert. It's such a weird thing. But that should be a lot of fun, I, I hope, for folks, because you can take what we've seen and then look for evidence of that coming, and hopefully Winds of Winter will be out this year or early next year who knows uh, i think we're, I'm, i bet we're gonna get some information uh, oh, this summer on it though
0: absolutely and the long night uh, or the or i think it was actually given the tentative title blood moon which is the prequel series which oh, is cool. not being run by dan and dave so i think a lot of people may be interested in that uh which comes out <laughs> next year um we'll obviously be talking that and a lot of people have messaged us and said there we need We now that the show is over we need some way to fill the void and a lot of people found us uh during the off seasons of game of thrones because they were people who much like myself had had plowed through all of the seasons of game of thrones and decided they wanted to start reading the books so i would say that's the biggest part of our of our fan base so for those of you that want to join us there we welcome you with with open arms
1: yeah, that should be a lot of fun. I'm uh, really looking forward to that that project. So. Uh,
0: and speaking of which, uh, for those of you who really like our format of Follow Up Friday, something Sir Ezra and I have talked about as well. We've been holding off, Sir Ezra and I do a handful of podcasts, but we've 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 briefly mentioned this. We've just been kind of waiting to get past the madness of of season 8 of Game of Thrones. We are starting a Star Wars podcast called Hyperspace Hangout. The entire format is going to be just like Follow-Up Friday. Send us your questions, theories, and we will discuss them on the show. It's going to be a full show dedicated to fan theories, questions, um, much like our Follow-Up Friday show. It's going to be the exact same format, just talking Star Wars. So uh, we actually have an email there, which is is hyperspacehangout at gmail.com.
1: Right, yeah, you can follow us on uh, Twitter at uh, HHL337. Um, so we just got that fired up, and it it should be a lot of fun. I I um, I love I love Star Wars, and looking forward to talking about the the rise of Skywalker and what have you. So make sure you send us uh, your transmissions uh, there, and we'll we'll get going with that. It's a fun little project, and we're gonna keep going with the reread and and uh, hang out mm-hmm. in hyperspace a little mm-hmm. bit.
0: Mm-hmm. I am also currently looking at plane tickets since I've moved to Portland, Oregon to fly back to Ohio. Because thank you to all of our, our loyal patrons, but we owe you a drinking contest, a archery That's contest, right. and an axe throwing contest. We may do all of those in one marathon event when I fly back. We'll to start Ohio. with the drinking. Yes, uh, this 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 summer. So we will get that going for you as well, and. As always, we want to thank you for playing the Game of Thrones. In our next episode, we will be discussing Season 8, Episode 6, Fan Reactions on follow-up Friday. Please let us know what you thought.
1: Yep, if you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a raven at btkcast at gmail.com.
0: We will see you in a week, and remember that our reread of the books is coming.